0: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. In about
3: 50 minutes, we throw it back on a Thursday. Old school when 50 hits. We're going to talk some sports movies. We'll explain, all right? So start thinking of your favorites. We are... On the Cavino and Rich Show, in for Dan Patrick. Danny G's on the phones at 877-99 on Fox. We got Joel, we got Spot, we got Nick, and we got your phone calls. Okay,
4: let's do this. Uh, and then we are going to talk, uh, we'll, we'll transition from these Little League stories to the real MVP of the NBA play-in game last night. Dr. DeRozan. Not DeMar, his daughter. We'll explain why. Uh, plus some NBA, we'll talk LeBron, Ted Lasso. Uh, I have a baseball thought. About how I'm so not impressed with the Tampa Bay Rays. Okay. I think it's the most over-exaggerated thing I've ever seen. I mean, you still got to win the easy game. I know you got to win the easy games, but how easy have these games been? Well, I'll explain. Uh, Joe in L.A., you're on with Kavino and Rich. Crazy Little League parents, what's going on?
5: (laughs) What's going on, you guys? Well, I'm an uncle who was invited to a Little League game, and I had your sister's experience because... On the side I shoot photography and my sister invited me for my nephew's Little League game and I go there and go taking pictures and then I get a tap on the shoulder and there was a mom and dad saying, hey, if you're going to be taking pictures, you should be taking pictures of everybody. What?
3: Yeah, it's wild, dude.
5: It's wild.
3: <laughs> what? Yeah, it's crazy, dude. The audacity. No,
4: it's like, you know... I'm yo, here's here for... my email. Make sure you send the proofs here. What? Yeah. That's...
6: Yeah, that's when you hand over your business card and you charge them. Yeah, you paying me? Man.
4: Yo, Man, when there, if there's a dad or a mom... <laughs> yo, I'm giving them, I'm giving them a kawaii laugh if they say that. You have a good camera. You got some photography skills. That's a treat. Have you ever seen, like... Some dad or mom show up at a little league game. That's like a nice little bonus. Like, hey, I took some really nice photos of the kids. Imagine demanding, like, make yeah. sure you get my kids' good side.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's the entitlement of today's crazy little league parent. It's wild. Let's go to Heath in Iowa. What's up, Heath? Hey guys, uh,
5: this, this is the first time I've ever called a radio show, wow. so, so thank you for taking my call. Thank you, man.
6: Don't right. it little league's a hot button. What's high, up, man? High pressure.
5: Yeah. So my 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 dad. Growing up, my dad was our was our, uh, baseball official, baseball umpire, basketball official, our football umpire, football official, so, you know, this, this is kind of an opposite of, of a crazy Little League parent, but, you know, he would call technical fouls on me and my brother during games, you know, he, he would strike us out on balls that were way off the plate in Little League. So it's kind of opposite of what you guys are talking about, but that the, the dinner table conversations after he did this to us were were, were off the charts funny from my mom's perspective. So uh, it's not really a crazy little league parent parent uh, story, but it's just uh, my dad was, Dude, was behind it's, the
4: plate. It's thankless. I get it. It's easy money and it's fun. I think about that. He was probably harder on his own kids. Yeah. I, I think about that with little league, but even like. I'm tying it into honestly, grown men rec sports. If you're playing pickup basketball at the gym, or you're playing in a league, softball. or softball, or I mean, what else do people play? Spot that has I a referee just, or an umpire? The- pickleball. <laughs> pickleball. Yeah. Pickleball is the new cross. Are that's there officials? Are there, are there pickleball uh, officials? Yeah. Are there a whole line league. judges? Hello. Is that your side gig? You're gonna do uh, line judging for uh, pickleball? Get with it. But I always wonder, like the guys that umpire softball on a Tuesday night or a Saturday morning. Those guys probably get. I think we pay them like twenty five bucks for a game. It's a two hour game. Twenty five bucks, cash, right? Do you think they want to be hassled by grown men like, yeah, you missed the call, blue, you effing. It. It's like, yeah, dude, I'm just here at the park. Like, you really? I, do I need the twenty bucks that much? That's a lot of guys, older guys, probably just want to get out of the house for a minute and make like twenty, thirty bucks, right? <laughs> well, that was my other story, and you know? I'll make it snappy for you, Rich. My first
3: paying gig was a Little League umpire. I was 13 years old, just fresh out of the league, but I had a, you know hero's reputation, I had 27 Little League home runs. I thought you were a paper boy. No. I love the
4: video game. (laughs) I love the video (laughs) game. I forgot (laughs) how many
3: home runs was it again? 27. How did you forget that? Did they they have a banner
7: up at the the, field?
3: Yeah, they wanted wanted (laughs) to still keep me involved. There's a plaque in the studio that says it. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, so I was a Little League umpire, Union Little League, 13, 14, 15, probably for about three years. And on a throwback Thursday, you would get 15 bucks a game behind the plate ten dollars in the field so you spend a good afternoon there get some free hot dogs make a few bucks as a little kid it was fun i did it too it was a great part-time job when you were like fifteen. but back then rich right you would deal with that one aggressive dad you know like the one there was always the one or two dads who were just over the top or the over the top aggressive dad coaches as a 13-year-old kid, as a little boy, I had to throw a dad out of the game. <laughs> You're
4: out of here! Leslie Nielsen naked I, gun style? I, did I,
3: <laughs> I, I had to throw him out because... But the point is, so crazy Little League dad, you know, he's arguing with a little kid umpire. Like, dude, get a life. I was like, get a life, mister! You're out of here! Oh, he, you really showed him. Yeah, no, he had to leave. He had, Look, they had my back. I was a hero in that Little League. That guy so, was never the same. They had to escort the dad out. The point is, it was the one or two, three crazy parents back then. Now, it's like every parent. Every parent hassling the coaches, thinking their kid needs to play, bothering you know the umpires, bothering my sister because she didn't bring snacks for everybody. And we go back to your phone calls. Bill in Colorado. Yo, what up, Bill? It's CNR.
5: What's going on, folks? What's up, buddy? Well, as far as this crazy lady, you know, what I would do, honestly, is it's kind of a long play here. But you know, I'd, every game, wow, there's a lot of siblings. You know, wow, look at all these siblings. And then there, at the end, of, at the trophy ceremony, you know, be really, really upset. Hey, why didn't my little cousin you get you brother get one of these trophies too? You know, I mean, I mean, if it's a candy bar for team participants. Oh, you Bill, know, I thought you
4: were going to say put a diuretic in her kid's candy bar. <laughs> no, make that's, them, that's, make them, well, you know, spoil but, their pantalones. <laughs>
3: Jeez. How about we say teach your other kid how to share and, and have him give a
8: piece of the candy bar? No. You know, I not every back. kid gets a trophy. If they're not on the team, give me a break. I want to go back to Cavino throwing out this grown man. I so did. Can you see the grown man having to go to the parking lot and Cavino comes out on his bike with the little sissy bar ride to him? <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, what's going and on? What if he had come
7: back Bobby Valentine style with the uh, the the glasses, the nose, and the mustache,
3: I'd have to applaud that because it's, it's one of my favorite baseball moments. So I'd have to just like Bobby
4: Valentine coming back to the Mets game after yeah. he was ejected with the mustache and glasses might be one of the greatest moments. Wasn't even a mustache.
3: I always thought it was like eye black. Like he used an eye black patch, like sticker, as the mustache. I it was a fake. Was it a fake mustache? Either way, one of my favorite moments, Danny G. So if any dad tried to pull that, I would have to laugh. Uh, where do you want to go? Any anyone else we
4: haven't got to? Any of these people still on hold? Do you want
3: Who to? Who threw to- you
8: out the game? The little kid riding the bike, right? Yeah. Going down the. Street. <laughs> the little kid, the little See the little itty daddy itty,
4: the kid that looks like tattoo from Fantasy Island. Yeah, he just kicked me out of the game.
7: Before we talk about Demar Derozan, let's go to Greg
4: in Florida. All right, what's up, Greg? You're on.
5: Hey, uh, first of all, don't put down my rays. I'm under. I'm on my way to the game this afternoon, so don't put down my uh, Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, to Minnesota, Florida, and uh, the other thing is, I don't have a little league, but I used to run a flag football league, and uh, there, the, the uh, parents were divorced, and we had the ref had to break up two grandmothers that were fighting. In, 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 in the stands um, that 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 were fighting in, in, in the stands because, uh, because they were having an argument about
4: their kids. How two grandmas break up the fight. I would have broke out the camera. <laughs> yeah. I would have broke out the phone. Fun- yeah, grandma, hold on. We get a good angle. Grandma's a throw down World star.
3: You know what, <laughs> man? I'm not surprised. Remember what the sign says uh, out here in the Little League I go to. Hey, remember, parents and grandparents, the
8: kids are watching they're watching. Get they're a watching. grip. Don't ever throw up a fake world star. Please, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> when, <you said> war-
4: <laughs> when, when grandmas are fighting
8: Joel, I think everyone wants to screw out world
4: when star. When you said
8: world star, I had to look up. I, was you, like, I, I, I
4: thought you were trying to find the hip-hop horn. <laughs> uh, by the way, going to the Tampa uh, Bay Rays game, I'll get that out of the way now so we can move on to DeMar DeRozan and other stuff. I'm not saying they're not good. I said to my buddy the other day, they're 12-0 and 0 now. I have a friend that lives down in Tampa. I said they could play 500 baseball the rest of the way if they went 75 and 75 because there's 150 games left. They're 12 and 0. Going 75 and 75 and playing 500 baseball would give them 87 wins, which could very well be enough for a wild card spot. So, they put themselves in a great position. Like, you're winning the games you need to win. You're beating the bad teams, but I think that puts them in a great position so early on that, again, if they win eight of their next 10 games, they're 20 and 2. You're putting yourself in such a great position. However, I don't want to be the Debbie Downer, but you know who they've played? The Tigers, the Nats, the A's. Just coincidentally, the Tampa Bay Rays have played the worst of the worst to start the season. I'm not saying it's not impressive. Any 12-game winning streak in any professional sport is insane. It's just, it's not like they beat... You know what they the, deserve?
8: Mr. Beast Bars. They sure. do. For the whole team. And As hugs. a Tigers fan, I say thank you for mentioning us first.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, give them some hugs and some Charleston chews. They deserve it. They're 12-0. But... Free hot dogs for the, for the race. You know, you're supposed to beat the bad teams. I get it, but... I'm not appointing the Rays, the AL East champions, 12 games into the season because they haven't played the Blue Jays, the Yankees, the Orioles. Like, I think the Rays are a good team, a wild-card potential team, but I don't think just because they're 12-0, everyone should be saying, man, maybe they are the team. I don't think they're the team this year. They just beat... The Oakland A's, who are like a minor league ball club. All right, Rich is speaking facts, but it doesn't take away that it's still impressive. No, dude, you know? it's so, super impressive. So yeah. Weak schedule, Trust me. still impressive. I'm a Mets fan. You know why the Mets you know, blew it at the end of last year? Because they lost September games to teams like the Cubs and the Marlins. So, again, you have to beat the bad teams, but uh, impressive. <laughs> and I hate to give the Yankees or Blue Jays or anyone props. In the long run, you'll see those teams come out on top. 12 and is pretty I mean, 12 is pretty, and pretty though. sick, though, Really right?
7: quick, Rich, before we talk NBA, I think you should explain Crock Watch for the listeners that are going to follow us over oh. to Afternoons.
4: Oh, yeah. When you check out our afternoon show, we all pick teams out of a hat. Everyone on the Kavino and Rich Show, Danny G, uh, Dan Byer, Ramos, who runs the board, and we all got five teams. Ah. And of the five teams we got, there's six guys, we got five teams each, and whoever ends up with the worst team at the end of the year, record-wise, has to wear Crocs to work with. Not just yeah. any Crocs, stinky Crocs from Rich's house. Stinky Crocs, stinky Crocs from Croc. my house. And uh, as of right now... Winner gets money, yeah. the loser gets oh, yeah. humiliated. As of right now, if you want to talk about Croc Watch, worst team in Major League Baseball, can anyone take a guess? Worst team. Worst team. Isn't that the Tigers? It is the Tigers, Joel. Oh. I know you're oh. a Detroit guy. Yeah, don't yeah, try t- to take that from us. <laughs> the Tigers are two and nine.
7: Yeah. And whoever pulled the team that winds up winning the World Series gets all the money in the pool.
4: Yeah. the winner will yeah. get a couple hundred bucks? Losers got to wear Crocs for Guess a week. Guess who's got the raise you hater, Rich? Who, you or me? Yeah,
7: no, I got the raise. Good luck with
4: that. <laughs> well, I hate it. He's got a good start. <laughs> all right, you know what? I, before we get into DeMar DeRozan, let me look at the Rays schedule, and I'll tell you when they go on their first losing streak. Oh! Tomorrow, T- they play the blue. They play <laughs> in Toronto. You. They play in Toronto all weekend. I should. I want to see if there's. A, you can't. You can't parlay. Can you parlay the same team multiple days in a row? I'm gonna see because I feel like the Rays lose two out of three there. Wow.
3: And who has the Tigers? Do we know who's on crock watch? Is it Who picked the Tigers, uh, I'll Danny look, G? I'll look that up right now. I think it is Ramos. I think it's Ramos. Ramos. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like somebody's
4: wearing Crocs. All right. Uh, hey, Danny, we, do we wrap it up with Mike on line one or do we already take him? Yeah, you're good to transition. Now. All right. Okay. Caitlyn Jenner. Um, good to transition. Uh, Tamar DeRozan <laughs> uh, last night. You watched. Please the, do a professional transition. Um, Tamar DeRozan last night. The story is his adorable little kid. Or you could say, crazy little kid. I love it. You never talk bad about a guy's kid. I think this is a great story. She was, what would you say, like screeching? Screaming at the
3: top of her lungs. Screeching is a good word. Screeching? Screeching, Screeching, yeah. Screeching.
4: Ah, ah, Like, ah, like, I can't even get that high. Cackling. Cackling?
3: (sighs) It sounded at first like banshee. Someone was screaming for their life at first. Yo, there's no exaggeration by the way.
4: NBA.com there's a headline. DeMar DeRozan's daughter's courtside screams stifle the Raptors. They're giving her credit. She's part of the story. Well they had the worst free throw shooting this season. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, yeah. Their worst percentage and their worst uh yeah their worst Look at the free throw line, and, you and know the what? worst
7: free throw shooting in an elimination game since 1969.
3: So there's something to it. Like, was she really the hero last night? And she was one of the first people referenced and interviewed. Earl um, Powell Cassidy Huberth was of ESPN was interviewing. DeMar DeRozan and immediately brought up his daughter, and she was right there. She came right up there. He he said what? She's going back to school? She's going back to school Rodney Dangerfield style, Thornton Mellon style, and apparently not going to Miami.
4: Uh, Listen to DeMar after the game.
8: My daughter called me the other day um, when she was getting out of school and she was just, you know, she just said, Dad, can I, can I come to the Toronto game? I remember going to all the Toronto games when she was a kid and I almost said no because she in school back home. Um, she kept asking. She was just adamant about coming to support. And I just said, all right, you, you can miss one day at school and, you know, come to a game and I'm glad I did. Um, I owe her some money for sure. <laughs>
4: That's awesome. <laughs> uh, nah, she coming,
8: Uh No, she got to go back to school. School first. <laughs>
4: I think this is a great story because, well, yeah. I'll be honest. The the high pitched kid screaming. I have a five year old daughter. I get it. That's the most annoying type of scream. Uh, a child's high pitched I, I scream. I but have a question for you. Though. It was effective. You heard it throughout well, that, the game. That's my question. Is this coincidence?
3: Is it a coincidence, or do you really think that she played an effort? You got people there, you know, with bang sticks. You know, people there, you know, holding up big heads and foam fingers and clapping and doing everything else, waving their hands to distract the team. You think the high-pitched screech is really what did it? Or is that just a fun story
4: to roll with? I mean, we could say this because we're dads. Nothing more annoying than a kid scream.
8: That's a great question, though, because during COVID, when you went to the games, I don't think they would allow that. Yeah. They would come up in the stands and they say, hey.
4: They used to tell yeah. you to calm down. No, no more of that.
8: Take, yeah, Take it
3: down a notch. It, it, it seemed to have worked. Again, the worst free throw shooting performance this season. Fred Van Fleet missing shots. Yeah, was there was, like was 52, 52 seconds yes, left. Yes, Rich, and you could hear her because the crowd got
7: quiet. As he's trying to focus, you hear
3: her. Pascal Siakam looking annoyed. No, he was not on Fleet. No. <laughs> and you do, if you didn't watch the game... You know, Bleacher Report, everyone posting the highlight reel of her screaming, you hear it amongst everyone else in the crowd, like you as a a viewer watching it on TV. Heard her. You could have been at a bar last night if they had the volume on. You heard someone screaming, and it was like, "What is that?"
8: She got quality camera time too.
4: Yeah, there's a mo- yeah, there's a whole montage yeah. of, of her screaming. So, like- oh, and there's great, you're right, Joel. there's great video of her like mean mugging. People are saying she had like like a Lebron, like a like a grin, <laughs> a like scowl, almost like a Mister T. Rocky Three.
8: She, <laughs> she don't need at- to go back to school. Let's just say
4: yeah, I'll be honest. She's got a scholarship. If I'm, if I'm the Chicago Bulls. She has
8: an NIL deal already.
4: Yeah, I'm I'm, call, I'm calling the school district and being like, yo, can we get a little, uh, remember back in COVID when we did school from home? Hey, send her homework assignments for the week. Get a That's te- right. Get She's a traveling. She's traveling with the Bulls. Let's go. You
3: know, it's funny. It's It's awkward to be a Toronto Raptor or a Raptors fan because how do you say something bad about a little kid? Like, are they hating her right now in a way? Like, did it really work? Because there's something there. They were they were way off with their free throws. So, you know, how, what did they say? How do they even approach it? Did they applaud her? Like, well, hey, how she do? You really can't say anything bad about a kid.
8: Bulls. Uh, if she was to come to Detroit, uh, we'd find a way.
4: <laughs> oh yeah, depending on the city, you'll find people that'll talk about a kid. Uh, Bulls at Heat, by the way, Friday at 4 p.m., uh, seven o'clock on the East Coast. Hope you enjoyed the games last
3: night. And if we have time, I Sorry. do want to talk about tipping because I, I have a question for. If we
4: have time, if not tomorrow, because it's day two of the Dan Patrick hat trick. I mean, I th- I think we could. Uh, I think we could get into tipping now. I think it's I think it's an interesting one because you, you sent me your receipt, and you know I for a minute I was like, oh, Kevin didn't give a, a big enough tip, and I wasn't. You know what it is? it's you know really annoying about Rich the Busybody. He wants
3: to prove you wrong all the time. So, he tried to make me look bad in front of Danny G and other people when he saw that I tipped 20% on our Buffalo Wild Wings bill the other day. Now- Is that a big deal? Yeah. We we posed a question to you, Fox Sports Radio Nation. Let me explain what happened. We all went out together as a team, just have fun, watch some NBA, watch the Lakers win. We went to Buffalo Wild Wings across the street. It was me, Rich- Danny G. Yeah. Yeah. Let me get them extra spicy. And Iowa Sam. <laughs> Let me get right? them nuggies. Yeah, I want some nuggies. <laughs> I want some loaded tots. Give me, them, give me them cheese curds. Yeah. We're having a great time. <laughs> yeah. And we're having such a good time. Rich says, I got to go play softball. He's playing softball like at 10 o'clock at night. I don't know. After eating Winks. And he says, "Kavino, pay for the whole thing and we'll split it. Oh, so yeah. it was on
4: me. Yeah, I go, Kavino cover the bill, you know, we'll treat the crew, and just tell me what the total is and I'll Venmo you half. You yep. and I will sp- do Splitsky Jones. All fair. And... It's a write-off.
3: Yeah, I'm going to expense it anyway. About work. That's I'm right. work. I'm just off. kidding. <laughs> I'm not going to expense it. But the bill came out to, and I'm going to give you real numbers, because yeah. we're real people. I got it right here. It's 16467. Man, you guys are fat. I know. <laughs> I'll have a coconut beer. What was that beer you had, Danny G? That was good. Yeah, it was a dark... Dark, coconut dark coconut oh <laughs> so it tasted not sound so, t- 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 like that tasted <laughs> like <that>, suntan <so>. lotion <laughs> <laughs> no you sound exactly like so it was 164.67, right for four of us we had some drinks we had some tots we had some boneless wings i did anyway i tipped 20 percent According to the little chart they give you on the receipt. Yeah,
4: he didn't look at the total. Can he looked at he finish. looked at the suggested. Can you let tip? me finish
3: because Rich loves to criticize me okay. publicly and nationally on the radio now. When the receipt says eighteen percent, twenty percent or twenty two percent. I went with what the receipt told me was 20%. I didn't bust out the calculator. I didn't add the first two numbers. Normally, what I would do is since it's 164, I would just double the 16 and say, oh, that's a $32.32. Or maybe if if she was nice, I would have said 35. Because you're you're the best. No, no. Rich, Rich looked at the receipt and he goes, Man, you didn't you didn't tip her. I said I tipped her 20%. Shh, are you sure? I don't think you did. So, he goes out of his way to try to prove me wrong in front of everybody when I absolutely Right. Tip 20% according to the receipt. Right. So the question is, so the total came out to 194. You're, I already know you're right. The the question is No question. Do you tip on the subtotal yes. or the actual Total, because if you're tipping, if you're tipping on the actual total, you tip on the you're tipping more. So
6: etiquette says you tip on the subtotal. The,
3: That's why the receipt the, breaks it down that the way. The casual
6: norm has become you tip on the final amount, but the actual requirement—not requirement, but the suggested tip amount—should
3: absolutely be based on the subtotal. And it even says suggested tip is based on one fifty thirty nine. That's not including the tax. I'm saying, why should you be tipping on a tax that the, you're, the state includes? Yeah,
6: you're, you're tipping essentially a, tipping the government.
3: That's a tax <laughs> imposed on the state, imposed by the state. So why would you tip on that? So Rich is criticizing me, and I'm like, no, I tipped twenty percent. No, you didn't. Then he sees it, and he still says I didn't.
4: And I'm like, I, I did. Okay. Yeah, dude, you, I, you know I, we'll, we'll, we'll end this right now.
3: You're the greatest guy. No, you are. Because Rich like, I would have given her 35. Dude. I would have given her
4: 35. I'm like, dude, you're what I gave her 30. Well, first of all, you're both like kind of right. I mean, she was very nice. I mean, you talked about her butt the whole time, you guys, because she had a huge booty. She did. And she was quick with the service, and she was nice and kind. So,
3: so you're saying that you tip a girl based on how she looks? Is uh, that yes. what you're saying?
4: I do. Yeah. Oh. Interesting.
3: I do. Interesting. Judy with the booty. Do you tip on the total... <laughs>
4: and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app,
3: Apple
1: Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
8: Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah!
1: Attention all wrestling aficionados, wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye.
9: as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
4: Kavino and Rich, just want to say what's up to Daniel, right? Daniel, hit us up.
3: Damn, Daniel!
4: Throw it back on a Thursday. What a 2010s reference! Da- I'm throwing it back. It's Thursday, and we're what gonna throw
3: those? it. <laughs> we to throw it back in about <laughs> 20 minutes. Old school when 50 well, hits we're talking sports back movies out yeah, again we're- with the Mercedes Sprinter vans. Daniel and Corona, thank well, you for the feedback. We
4: got to call out Colin Cowherd because he said some ridiculous stuff yesterday. And as much as I respect him, the guy had. A ridiculous take on sports movies.
7: FSR on FSR crime. I know, I know. And
3: Colin, Colin, Colin. But wrapping this up, let's bring it back to, you know, we're talking a lot of kids today. It's okay. You know, it's that Little League time of the year. We established it. Bringing the kids to work, DeMar DeRozan style. It worked for him. But you know who I always think about? I always think about... Rudy Giuliani's kid, but I always think of Chris Farley playing oh, yeah. Rudy's yes. Giuliani kid, because it's not always like a fun experience because sometimes you got a bratty nose picking kid who just gets in the way. Like it's not always great. Let's be real about it. Like yeah. yeah, I know Bulls are Bulls fans are fired up about it, but Toronto fans are not fired up about it.
4: Oh, I think this is like a this is a great story, DeRozan's daughter, but I agree. Sometimes people will bring their kid around. It's like, oh, they brought their kid, <laughs> and, and, and I'm a parent. Look then, what I you know, do. like, you know, sometimes kids aren't, you know, it doesn't make sense for them to be there.
8: Oh, You're man. right, but I'm, I'm not gonna pick on kids. You can't. I think the replacement, not, if I could just push it a little, is bringing the dog to work. Come on now. If yeah. You
4: could, okay. There's a girl we worked with at SiriusXM. I'd see her down on the hall in the hallways. She'd be recording her music channel stuff. Not a fan. And she'd be walking with a little puppy. I'm like, who, was, who gave the approval of this? Well, especially here in Los Angeles,
8: everyone thinks they could take their puppy everywhere. Everyone thinks
4: their dogs their kid out here in L.A. Everybody and thinks
8: that I'm cool with their dog. So there's like, oh, Letty, let, oh Scruffy, Scruffy, come here. No, Scruffy's over here by my leg. He come over here one more time.
3: Yeah. I know Waggles is cute and all, and, and I'm not a dog hater. I, I have a little dog. His name is Theo. He's great. He's my pal. But I don't bring him to Whole Foods. I don't bring him to the supermarket. I don't bring him to the Little League game. I you don't take bring him, the him to house? work. You take him to Rich's house? Well, because Rich welcomes yeah, the dog.
4: So yeah, Sometimes if people have to bring their dog, otherwise they can't hang. Otherwise like, yeah, they have yeah, to leave, right? Know. Dude, Joel, I got Was little kids. Was that a diss? I, got little... I, try, I try not
3: to, though, Joel. Was that a diss? That's the truth. I try not to because, you know... It just depends. Like, Rich is welcome. Rich has a dog. Yeah. But to work? Like, first of all, I'm allergic to the dogs. Not mine, but I'm allergic to most dogs. I am. So it's like, wow, how is that okay? And when did it become okay? You know, your dog, it smells like Fritos in here. Oh, because your dog Eh. is here in the
4: corner licking its stinky feet. I'll make it clear. You're allowed to be a parent and a dog owner, but not want to see someone else's kids or dogs. I'll just yell out, leash law. Leash law. (laughs) Let me tell you, you go on vacation, I don't want to see anyone else's kids. If I'm not bringing my dog, I don't want to see your dog. <laughs> I'm, I'm, You know, you go to a restaurant, you're sitting down at a table having a little breakfast, got my scrambled eggs and bacon, I don't want to see some... Lease law! I don't want to see some hairy... Not a guy or a dog. I don't want to see a yeah, but hairy, you know what? like golden retriever with the with the dander and hair floating around while I'm having an omelet. It's, you could <laughs>
3: scream at leash law, right? Because that is like today's version of bring your kids to work day. And by the way, dogs not the same as kids. So if someone's bringing their doggy in
4: on bringing your kids to work day, <laughs> I think you have to be like, "Hey, wait, leash law. What do you? What is this?" If someone brings their dog to work on bring your kids, that's to my work day, fur baby. I, I think you give them a free pass because they're that messed up to think their dogs are kids. Hey, right, we're not <laughs> hating
8: on dogs. You it know? could be worse if you brought your kid to work on a leash. That's f- yeah.
3: And by the way, Danny G, Danny G, you're my dog. Danny G's my dog. I do like when
7: the ballparks have the dog day where you can bring your. Uh, well, your it's a time and place, right?
3: Yeah,
4: it's appropriate. Yeah, just tell me what day that is so I don't go. How do you handle <laughs> it if
3: if it, if your haters colleagues bring your their kids to work and their kids are misbehaving, throwing?
4: No, you I don't off. care. It's like once it's, yeah. if it's the kid bring your kid to work day like calendar like it's the like a holiday. That's fine. And then last question: If Demar Derozan's daughter
3: did play an impact. And the world noticed, so I, I do agree. Like, I think the team. Sometimes you rally, aware sometimes of
4: you it. rally behind silly things, and I think if well, the Mar De daughter's like their good luck charm, and she's bringing some fun. Did yeah, they bring her
3: to Miami, even though they said they're not going? To? I, I think they do.
4: Yeah, honestly, it's a one game winners in the playoffs, losers out. You know, the final seed for the eight seed, or do you just
3: let the story live and die right there? Like, oh, it was a fun moment because if they lose.
8: Then it's like, oh, just roll with it. Yeah, I think roll with it. All right. So, hey, props to Dr. and DeRozan. If I'm the sound man in Miami, (laughs) there's no way you're going to hear that kid.
4: Oh, yeah. (laughs) To drown her out with some uh, sound effects. Because you heard it on TV all night. All night. By the way, when you talk about little kids, just to make us all feel old, did you see, uh, I think someone posted recently, we forget. Steph has been part of our lives for a while now, right? Like, sometimes you think some of these younger players are young. Like, because we're all getting older at a a rapid rate. Speak for yourself. It's the lighting here in the studio. Oh, is that why you look uh, tired and older today? It's the lighting, dude. Lighting's terrible. It's like horror lighting. It's uh, like a monster. Yeah, look at the the clips of Monster Covino at Covino and Rich. Hey, thanks, Rich. Appreciate it. So, I recently saw Steph Curry and his daughter... Years ago and now, and it's like, oh, that's right. We remember when you know she was like a little baby sitting on his lap at post game, and now she's like a grown kid. Like, time is a flying. Yeah, she's a little at the parade. Remember?
3: Of course, she's all grown up. I mean, yeah, yeah I got a thirteen year old daughter going on sixteen. Pain in my ass. But speaking of basketball, Rich, yep, Joe Giddy. There was a, a meme floating around about Joe Giddy yesterday, going full Disney mode. He said he looked like a Disney villain. Joe Giddy on The Thunder. He had a huge game. He had a huge game and he had that like look. He looked like like a Disney villain. Like think of any like Disney basketball movie, there's always like a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. He had that like sort of bad guy look. Like he was playing like a bad man. So the meme was he's going full Disney mode, like the Disney basketball villain. And it started making me think about the ingredients of a winning team. Right? Oklahoma City won one twenty three. To 118, or the Pelicans, the No. Zion Pelicans yesterday.
4: I like your I like your theory that you're about to get into because I think it applies to every sport. Okay, every sport needs what Kavino's about to tell you. You know how Ben Maller
3: makes the Baba Ganoush. Like, what are the ingredients to the winning Baba Ganoush? The winning team. What are the ingredients? Because I'm wondering about one specifically. Actually, two. I think every winning team, when you look back at who won in baseball, football, basketball, they all share these similar ingredients. So we're gonna make the Baba Ganoush. Oh, oh. throwing
6: some juicy Lucy.
3: I think that every team needs that bad guy, that Razor Ramon, that Joe Giddy last night, played like a bad man. Right, Danny G? I think they need that one dude to have the team's back to step up, to know that he's there. Like He's protecting him. He's the bad dude, the ingredient, like the goon yeah. of a good team.
7: It's like when Austin Reeves steps up big time for the Lakers.
3: Yes, or just someone who's there that if things go haywire, he has their back. I, I, he, I think just, his, he just plays like a bad guy. He's a little intimidating. He's got that snarl.
4: I think every winning team. Has similar ingredients. I'll give you a couple more. Well, I, I got one
3: in I, particular I want to know if you think should be thrown into the uh, winning team ingredients.
4: I think every team with a winning vibe. I have a few. Let me give you. I'll give you a few, and then Kavino will top it off with, I think, the best answer. I think you need at least one of your veterans to look like their old self. I agree. Like, like need, oh, because he played oh, oh, he exceptionally, exceptionally well this year. It. I think you need a veteran on your team to show signs of their glory. Yeah. Like, oh, wow, come back here for so-and-so. Yep. All these pieces. You need a veteran to look like their old self. You need someone on the team that's the bad guy. You need a silly gimmick that keeps the team together. Oh, that's a good Whether one. Whether it's like, oh, the oh, rally monkey. Yeah, or like, oh, when you get on base, everyone does the thumbs down. Or, or the, the Baltimore Orioles right now, we were saying what a fun team this is. They're doing the sprinkler where a guy gets an extra base hit. He's on second base doing the sprinkler with his arm, and guys in the dugout are spitting water out like a sprinkler. Yeah, and they have the Homer hose. The Homer hose, or in, in college football, you got like the you know the big blingy necklace when someone has an interception. Like you need some type of gimmick that the fans know about that everyone likes. A la like the rally cap in the '80s.
3: Are we writing down the ingredients if we're going to make the barbecue? Yeah. The, the, t- the ingredients for a winning championship team. Veteran rich. Veteran looks like his old self. I agree. A bad guy. A good gimmick. A gimmick to, to rally like to rally behind like cowboy up. Like a slogan. Yeah, you, a, a slogan. Yeah, cowboy up. Exactly. Like the Yankees in 96, we that's play. Right. we play today, we win today. That's it. <clears throat> Mariano Duncan. They used to wear the t shirts and everything. You need a slogan. Like these are all the things you need. And I got one more. Let's let's hear it because it's is standing is out to me and, and I want you, Fox Sports Radio Nation, to add to the list. I heard someone say it, and I'm like, you know, there's something to that. There's a guy on the Yankees name, Franchi Cordero. And you're probably thinking, who, who the
4: F is that? All right. Well, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. And I'm a baseball Dude, fan. I'm, I'm a thinking, Yankees fan and I'm, I'm like "Who the Yankees? You mean Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, Nestor exactly. Cortez, Garrett Cole, and You're telling me about who? Franchi B- who? Exactly. Dude, as a Yankees fan, I'm like, wait, well, who's
3: Franchi? Franchi Cordero comes out of nowhere. Seven games, right? He now leads the team with four home runs and 11 RBI. Now we're talking a team with Giancarlo, Aaron Judge, the Glaber of Love, Josh Donaldson, like guys who
4: hit bombs. Yeah. Former MVP. Former MVP. Not MVP, what he was. But DJ yeah.
3: LeMay, Hugh, but you know, the winning winning ingredients is Josh Donaldson needs to play like the Josh Donaldson Yeah, that would, that would be uh, one of the ingredients. But, but who's the guy on top of the stats right now and leading the team and playing dominant? Franchi Cordero. Four home runs, 11 RBI. He's batting over 280, but he's playing big. And I heard them say, them, probably Michael Kay or David Cohn. Someone on the S Network, do you think he's this year's Matt Carpenter, right? Matt Carpenter was like a comeback player of the year last year for the Yankees, was hitting bombs before he got hurt. Now he's on the Padres. But he was hitting bombs, winning games, was a key ingredient to their winning when they were streaking. So it made me think, well, does every team need that guy who surprises you?
4: Like that surprise guy that comes out of nowhere and starts hitting bombs. I think the best part about this Franchi guy is the lame call from John Sterling. Swung on and hit of the
8: air to deep right. right. Yes. That
0: ball is high, it is far, <laughs> it is gone. It's a two-run home run. Oh, you can bet the
3: Ranchi on Franchi. You can bet the Ranchi. It's a two run home run to right. The Ranchi.
4: The Yankees take a 4 nothing lead. Wait, where was the lame call? Because that was
3: awesome. <laughs> uh,
6: you can bet the
4: Ranchi mm, on oh, Franchi. Uh, no, that Frenchie? was, uh, by the way, for everyone listening, that was John Sterling. That was not Captain Crunch. Mm, the Soggies. Mm-hmm. Crunchberries.
3: So get this. Franchi Cordero. Bet the Ranchi on Franchi. This guy's. He's hot right now. You know, he is seven years into the league. The most home runs he's ever hit was seven, I believe. Yes, seven. No, eight. He hit eight for Boston. He's already got half of that in seven games. And he's leading the Yankees. So as we uh, make the baba ganoush, as we make the winning ingredients, (laughs) what else do you want to throw in there that
1: every team needs?
3: I, I think if Colin would have said, like, and these are my personal favorite, then, I mean, no one could argue that. Yeah, a, Does Rocky have to be in my top three? Because it's, it's, it's not, not. It's not. Wow. Yeah. I'm surprised. Gee. It doesn't have to be, because everyone's entitled to their wrong opinions. It's a great movie. I mean, listen, Moneyball and Hoosiers, good, but I, they don't even crack my top ten. I like Rocky IV better
6: than Rocky. I mean, it is the most action-packed. It's the most action-packed of all the Rocky franchises. It's franchise. the silliest, it's but the, whole the most fun.
3: Right? It's like, I'll give you an analogy. Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom isn't the best one, but it's the most entertaining, and that's how I feel about. No, Last Crusade's the best one. Yeah, thank you, Spot. Uh, No, no, no. And and the most—it's both. It's
6: not only the best, but the most entertaining. So, so
3: I think Rocky Four is most entertaining, but it's not. You just love. You just
6: love uh, Kihi Kwan. You love short round. I do love him. You're
4: a big short round fan. I am. I am. I've always been. You could argue any Rocky, really. You could say, well, Rocky too. He finally beats Apollo. Adrian's in the coma. Just win! What are we waiting for? Like that's a great one. And then, of course, Stallone with uh, Hulk Hogan and Mr. T in the third one. Yeah. By the way, you know what great. happens in They're Rocky 2? You know what in happens in their own dumb
3: ways. Rocky. What happens in Rocky 2 that no one really picks up on is that he takes Adrian to the zoo. Remember what he learned in the first one. Yeah, in the cool. first one, he wonders where he should take Adrian, and someone tells him to take her to the, he takes her to the zoo. Doesn't he take her there in like, the winter? In the second one.
4: <laughs> yeah. And if you remember the first one, go back and look, and it's like, whoa, that's what he thinks of Adrian? <laughs> well, she
7: worked
3: in a pet store. She did.
4: I know, but uh, there was, an, there was like, a, like a sneak this
3: by taking her there. Ro- yeah, Rocky? yeah, You have to think about it. Rocky one's a little slow to me. Rocky won,
4: Outside won the, of the Academy action. Award,
7: you bozo. You know, the, the best Sly Stone sports movie, and no one talks about it that much, Over the Top. Oh,
4: I mean, Come I'm on. a huge arm wrestling guy, Danny <laughs> Chase, so you know what? That is the most ridiculous movie of all time. I watched it recently. My father-in-law was visiting, and it was late at night, and we were just flipping through the you know the channel, seeing what's on demand, and we put on Over the Top, and I'm like, are you saying this over the top? It's way over Do the top. Do you mean a truck driver who works at his arm to make side money hustling in an arm wrestling contest? Meanwhile, he has no business having custody over his kid. His ex dies, right? It's the yeah. whole plotline. The father
7: in law tries to pay him yeah. off with like, the, the pimped
3: out rig. I'll give you. Rig. Yeah, hates it. Robert Loja? Cowherd who? hates it because <laughs> hates yes. it uh, Stallone has to turn his hat backwards, right? And, yeah. <laughs> in order to win. Yeah. yeah. And, and, it, it, this and, movie
6: stinks. And he just does a slight grip adjustment every time. So that's
3: not in the top three. It's what like we're a doing now, now is awesome movie. <laughs> we're we're making our own top three. Rocky, I think, does belong there. I'll I'll listen to spots top three, but man, I, I'm gonna throw one You're out there. Like I'm not sure if it's a sports movie. If it is, it's in my top three, but it's not the one I left you. Cliff hanging on Stallone style. Die Hard is not a sports movie. No, no, no. <laughs> not Die Hard. <laughs> we all know it's a Christmas movie. It's not. Oh, stop it. All right. What, what's your top three? I don't know if this is a sports movie. If it is, then it belongs in the top three. Right, well,
4: why, why is it even up for debate? Is it yeah, because okay, that does have a... You may say, oh, that's, that's not necessarily a sports movie. But like, like, Naked Gun's not a sports movie. Like, Naked Gun is a movie that has Leslie Nielsen in a funny baseball scene, I Must Kill the Queen, Reggie Jackson. Not a sports movie, but a cool sports scene.
3: Would you consider the classic Karate Kid? A sports movie? Uh, well, they
4: sure. do make it. That movie does make it seem like karate in the San Fernando Valley is the biggest thing on I earth.
3: Mean. Karate is a sport.
4: The All Valley Championship,
3: 1984, it, legendary.
7: It is. I don't think it's in that category though. Dude, There's an that's element of competition. Such a great so. movie. It's
3: I just not. think people don't consider it a sports movie. They just consider it an 80s classic. I think it's great, but that wasn't my answer. <sighs> I, I, I just, I'm just throwing it out there because I didn't know how anyone felt. Like, is it a sports movie? It should be. I'll tell you what belongs in the top three, and that is Rudy. I think <gasps> it's that feel-good Rudy. Yeah. Rudy. It's on my list. It's Change. on my list, too. All Dang right. it. So if, if, if a lot of us agree. I'll find a new one, Danny. And here's what I know for fact, okay? Rudy is better than Moneyball and better than Hoosiers. Screw you, Joe Montana. Yeah. It's at the only stain in the movie Rudy is that Joe Montana sort of dumped on it yeah. So yeah, that never happened.
6: The movie's got heart.
4: I'm a Niners fan. And montages. I love montages. I'm a Niners
3: fan. Hey, once fan. Joe
8: the Great said it didn't happen, I, I Yeah, knocked, I'll be honest. Yeah.
4: As as a as a big Niners fan, I love Joe Montana. But my one You also love Hannah Montana. <laughs> the one thing I hate. About Joe Montana is how he doesn't lean into the Rudy thing at all. He loves to actually, in interviews, he's jealous multiple times. He's been like, multiple. none of that. None of that was true. Uh, it was more of a goof and Rudy. It's like, come on, Joe, roll well, with the one story. One thing was true. He got the sack. Roll with the legend. Yeah. And he's like, it, they carried him off the field because it was more of a goof as night. a joke. Yeah. As a joke, uh,
3: the jer- when they returned the jerseys, that never happened. Man. So he sort of like ruined the fantasy and story of Rudy. But as a movie itself. You know, it was the most beautiful sight these eyes have ever seen. It's a great, inspiring movie. Rudy, I think,
4: belongs in the top three. There's a few of us here in the studio that agree. Okay, so give me your top three. How about this? To give you more fun and and flexibility with your answer, since we all agree that Rocky is the gold standard. Stallone, Rocky Balboa, Apollo Creed. And we love all the movies that Rocky has done and Creed. The Creeds are great. Let's leave that out. So, give me your top three. Don't include Rocky because that's just unanimous. I'll just—I'll uh, make it quick. All right. Um, I, I'm going to throw Bad
3: News Bears as honorable mention. I always loved it as a kid. Um, it was my Sandlot, right? Don't don't so, give me your ba- don't give me your honorable mentions. Give right, me your hey, good ones. Colin did. I'm going to give you mine. My top three then minus Rocky is Rudy, good one. Karate Kid.
4: I'm saying that counts and okay. Major League. Okay. All right. I'm going to give you mine. Top three, excluding Rocky, because it's, like you said, automatic. It's
8: hydromatic. Except for Spot.
4: Except for me. I'm yeah, going to go... top not my top three. I'm going to go Major League, like you said. Give him the heater.
3: Do you know how many people don't realize that Pedro Serrano is Dennis Haysbert? Are you in good hands? Good hands? So many people don't realize it's the same guy. Yeah, they're idiots. No, but till this day... <laughs> People will hit me up, you know the guy Pedro. I'm like, you mean Dennis Haysbert? Are you good? Hands?
4: Oh wait, that's the same guy. You mean the president from 24?
3: He was so great in that movie that people bought into that he was some Dominican guy who worshipped Joe Boo. No, that's Dennis Haysbert. Are you, Are good? you in good hands? So my
4: top who, three. Who was really hitting bombs in that movie? He has a stroke. He has a swinger. They always they always say Charlie Sheen was hitting 80 something on the radar gun, right? Oh, uh, what so you got, Rich? I'm gonna go Major League. I'm going to go remember the Titans. Oh, that's a good one. I don't remember. And I'm going to get, since we're not including Rocky, I'm going to give you my third one. It's going to be questionable, but it has such heart. And I'm throwing a kids' movie in there because oh. I think it's worthy. Yeah. Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's- Never saw it. I'm sorry. I thought you were going to say Angels in the Outfield. No, I do, I do love that one, Tony. <laughs> hey, yo, Tony oh, wait, Danza. Hey, hey, that's a great movie. Yo. <laughs> you used to be Mel Clark. It, it used to be. Uh, I do love that movie spot, but I'm going to go. Remember the Titans, Major League, and Mighty Ducks. Emilio, Emilio Estevez, and the yeah. kids. It's a good movie, and I tell you what, yeah, good um,
3: movies don't belong in the list. We're talking great movies.
4: I well, then yeah. I think it's great. So, Mighty Ducks, Remember the Titans, Major League spot. You're up. You know, I'm going to
6: throw this on here. I don't know how it's going to be received. Can I can I pause you spot for a no. second? If you say tin cup or something like no, that, I'm, I'm just gonna saying like, you.
3: Rich came came down pretty tin hard. Tin cup on, is a fantastic on, film. Rich came down pretty hard on on Collins, Moneyball, Rocky, and Hoosiers, and he's throwing the Mighty Ducks in his top three. <laughs> Give me a break. Hoosiers <laughs> is way better than Mighty Ducks. Wait a minute, because you going to tell me the Mighty uh, Ducks. Well, hold on, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just I got to call you out. If you're going to call out Colin, I'm going to say you're going to tell me, and the Fox Sports Radio Nation. And all the Dan Patrick listeners, you're telling them that the Mighty Ducks is better than Hoosiers. Yes. Okay. Just making sure. <laughs> hold on, Proceed. hold on, hold on. yeah, again, yeah, yeah,
8: Joel. How about Covino? Yeah. Oh, he, no. He pre-qualified the Karate Kid. Did you see? Did you catch that? He, yes. He pre-qualified it, and then he put it in his top I, three. Well, hey. Yeah. You know, I threw it
3: out there, and by the way, I looked it
8: up. A lot of people consider it a sports movie.
3: Proceed with the Borafil.
6: Rookie of the year. Just kidding. Uh Miracle. The story. I think it's fantastic. I think it's a well done movie. I think the story a is, ho- is, is, a, is amazing. amazing. I think it's, it's a, a well. The movie's a little boring. No, the movie's great. The movie's fantastic. You're gonna, yeah, go, yeah, hockey. You're gonna go.
4: You're gonna go ho- that hockey movie over Mighty Ducks. Kurt, Kurt Russell. Over oh, over his love I like
6: Goon. Kurt Russell. Supersedes Emilio. Kurt Russell. Come right, on. Fine. Miracle. All right. A League of Their Own. Yeah. I think it's a Tom great movie. Hanks' worst movie. No, I think it's a fantastic <laughs> movie. It is a great. movie. <laughs> Has <laughs> great heart. Good montages. Yeah. Funny. Great uniform. Great uniforms. Yeah, the whole,
4: there's no crying in baseball. Eh. Spotted no is thanks. a big Rosie
6: O'Donnell fan. Man, I'm a huge Rosie O'Donnell yeah, fan. Yeah, Rosie O'Donnell ruins that movie. She's That's never
8: been friend. as sexy as she was in that movie.
6: <laughs> huh? My third was going to be Rudy, but I'm going to swap it out. Field of Dreams.
8: Great movie.
3: Field of Dreams
6: is one of the most heartfelt and beautiful movies. Cannot
3: argue. Here's where I put that. Makes me cry no every time. No one could argue that movie. I could have easily put that in my top
4: three as well. <laughs> oh, what good? were you going to say, Rich? It looks like you have a comment. I like Field of Dreams, but I, I think A League of Their Own, man, I don't know. Rosie. I, I'm I with well, Donald Trump on that I'm with their... Trump on that one. Rosie O'Donnell. Gross. It's a fun movie. It's a <laughs> great watch. It is a good All one. right, so spot You got Miracle, League of Their Own, Field of Dreams. I threw out Remember the Titans, Major League, and Mighty Ducks. Kavino, you had Karate Kid, Rudy, and... Major League. And Major League. Karate Joel, Kid. Joel, you're up, man. What's up?
8: Well, since I'm here, just uh, so I don't get fined, I would... um. My honorable mention, nobody mentioned, is the Bad News Bears, because that was really the first one. I though. did mention it. Yeah, I, said it did mention I
3: said it's it. sort of my sandlot, but okay. I'm just throwing it out there. Okay.
8: okay. And then my three are the fish that saved Pittsburgh. I'm a Pisces. So I go with Dr. J. And then uh, Mr. 3000. I just fell in love with that one recently. And then the Great White Hype. I, I like stories that tell the story behind the story and how boxers never get paid. Yo, Joel. I'm so mad at myself, and I don't want to admit this, because
3: I like Bernie Mac a lot. I've never seen Mr. 3000. Really? i, I got to see that. Yeah, I've got to see that. You're a big that. baseball nerd. I know. You've I, never you've seen, seen Mr. 3000? No, yeah. and I, and <laughs> I really enjoy Mr. Destiny. <laughs> and I like the premise of that movie, too, so uh, I can't really say anything about it. Top three, though? That's that's kind of interesting. I just
4: i have never seen it. Danny, are you going to go old school movies, though, Joel? I think Brian's song is one that should get like a shout-out that made me cry.
7: Yeah, that was uh, one of Colin's honorable mentions. Uh, Danny G, what you got, man? All right, and Cowherd's going to be jealous of my list. Earbud, (laughs) Eddie, and Ladybugs. No, I'm kidding. Oh, Ladybugs (laughs) is a fantastic movie as well. You know, I'll get behind that. I'm going to agree with you, Rich, on Major League. And was that also in yours, Covino? It was. It's tough not to. I mean, that was what
4: 88, 89. We wore out that
7: that VHS tape. Got wore out in my house. That was a great, great movie. Do you remember your
4: parents would? would tape multiple movies on the same VHS tape. Yeah. Yeah. The same VHS tape in my household had Major League, Major League Two and Naked Gun on the same VHS oh, tape. Wow. Yo, that might have been the most <laughs> Yeah, like, it was just tracking on that Yo, the tracking on that, yo, tracking and on sexy that was- sexy <laughs> kittens on the
8: moon. Yeah, my, my
4: dad had a lot of smutty ones too, yeah.
8: I don't, <laughs> Somebody taped over my Mike Tyson Buster Douglas. VHS.
4: Oh, by the way, Joel, I had that on VHS. I'm not even kidding you. I taped
3: it. Like
8: oh, my mom
4: thought I had 49ers bears Monday Night Football, but that's not what was on the tape. It was a good oh, disguise. It was a good teenage. It was a good teenage
3: disguise. <laughs> it was definitely bears. It was called. The, it was really the naughty bears. <laughs> yeah. Number like, two,
7: Rudy. The no, good news bears. Number one, the natural changed our lives growing up.
4: That's a good Striking one. out great. the whammer. Yeah.
7: Just man, you know what? That one movie right there made us fall in love with baseball even more.
8: Robert Redford, man, it's a good one. I'd have to say baseball seems to be trending as our love of movie sports.
3: You know, baseball. I'll tell
8: you, they, why. they were our heroes growing
3: up, man. Our yeah. starting lineups, our baseball cards, hitting home runs was was where it was at. So yeah, I loved a good baseball movie growing up. I'll tell you why baseball movies resonate because.
6: Actual baseball games are so slow and boring. <laughs> up, until this, up until this year, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So making it a cinematic version of baseball was so exciting to people. Yeah,
4: like football's sort of good on its own. Football's great on its own. <laughs> but I will say, though, remember the Titans of my list? I, I'm not being all hot take guy, but that might be, oh man, Major League. Might be number one. Remember the Titans. I just feel like. No it's so good. When was nah. the last time you watched it? It's been a minute. But it's got it, such heart. I would say
3: you, general consensus. Any given might Sunday be your is personal.
8: better to me. Any given Sunday. That's by the a way, great speaking movie. of
4: any given Sunday, hoping uh, Jamie Foxx is okay. Oh yeah. Do you yeah. see he was? Uh, his family won't say what's wrong. My guess is like something heart, like a heart attack. Rushed or to the hospital. It was yeah. there was a few dicey moments, but he's on the men now. But yeah, Jamie wow. Foxx. Uh, did you see that story no. yesterday? Yeah, it was the main thing on like TMZ all night. Uh, Danny G, did you round that, your three? Natural?
7: I, did, I did, and I just wanted to follow up. Covino mentioned the music for The Natural. I think that had a lot to do with that movie as well. That that was one of the best scores for any sports movie out there. Next, it, to, it really next to Rocky. And there's like
3: a fantasy Rocky element. Rocky and The Natural, no, yeah. It's like when, when when Roy Hobbs, the great Roy Hobbs, hits that home run, and like everything else is blacked out. Right, the pitch coming in. Yeah, and like the ball keeps flying into yeah, the night. So magical. There's something really magical about that movie. Mm, no, no, that really no, no. resonated with kids, too, uh, around that time. So, your three, again, Danny G, The Natural.
4: Yeah, so I
7: had Major League, Rudy, and The Natural as those,
4: yeah, those
3: are three good ones.
4: That. Can't yeah. argue with uh, any of Marlo them. Marlo in Vegas. What's up, Marlo?
5: Covino uh, and Richard Gaz are funny as hell. So, oh, thanks, thanks, man. man. I'm going to go from the bottom up. And my third one is Blue Chips. It's a homo pick because I'm from Memphis and Hardaway is in the movie. That was a good movie. That was fun. Blue Chips. The second one, you guys remember the movie The Champ with the little guy from Silver Spoon playing in it?
3: Yeah, Ricky Schroeder. By the way, it's it's Ricky
4: Schroeder's birthday today.
5: Is it? Yeah.
3: He's 52.
5: And my first one is uh, Remember the Titans. Yeah. Yeah, Remember the Titans. Solid. It's
4: a good movie,
3: man. It's hard not to love that movie. I think what we learned out of this is Rich has a calendar update for Rick Schroeder's birthday. (laughs) I think that's what my takeaway is. Yeah, how do you do it, Rich? I'm
4: a, you know, big Silver Spoons fan. What can I say?
3: (laughs) What was
8: the football series that was taken off the TV because the NFL didn't like it? What was that one? It was too real, they said. Um, I'm have to look it up. There was a football series that was the NFL... I think the NFL had it taken off.
4: Like, you know how I was saying there's movies that... Playmakers. Playmakers.
8: Playmakers.
4: You know how I was saying there's there's some movies that aren't sports movies, but they have like a sports scene, so it's hard to categorize. Like Naked Gun. A big part of that movie was Leslie Nielsen as the umpire and Enrico Palazzo, but it's not a sports movie. I'm thinking of a good movie that... I don't think it's a football movie, but it had a good football scene. Do you remember The Last Boy Scout with
8: Bruce Willis? I do, yeah. That
4: was a good football. Haven't seen scene. it in a minute. Though. Yeah, that was a good
8: movie back in the 90s. So, I thought you were going to say The Longest Yard. <laughs>
4: well, longest Yard's a good too.
8: On a
3: throwback Thursday, Colin Cowherd said Moneyball, Rocky, and Hoosiers. But the
4: only three. Were
3: the only three good sports movies. He threw out some honorable mentions. So we said, nah. I mean, there's not a whole lot that we do know. But we, we are absolutely certain that Moneyball and Hoosiers are not on that list. Hoosier's
4: debatable. Moneyball's good. Dude, but not on the list. I what I like. I liked Spot Spot joked before. I liked Angels in the Outfield. It's, it's a better great movie. Better
1: than Moneyball. It's Freddie Prinz Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey Jeff.